friends in English 327, welcome to week five. This week I'm going to be taking you through the response poem, which is assignment, poem assignment number five. I will, as usual, read and you can follow along with me in the document. Poem assignment number five, the response poem. In his essay, Tradition and the Individual Talent, T.S. Eliot redefines tradition by emphasizing the importance of history to writing and understanding poetry. For Eliot, past works of art form an order or tradition. However, that order is always being altered by a new work, which modifies the tradition to make room for itself. This view, in which the past should be altered by the present as much as the present is directed by the past, requires that a poet be familiar with almost all literary history, not just the immediate past, but the distant past, and not just the literature of his or her own country, but the whole mind of Europe. Every time you write a poem, you're engaging, whether consciously or not, with the entire poetic tradition, from the classical age to the present. For example, a poet who writes a poem about Icarus is in conversation with all other poets who have ever written about Icarus, including W.H. Auden, William Carlos Williams, Muriel Rukeyser, and many others. For this week, you will directly engage with the poetic tradition by writing a poem in response to a published poem, which you can find on the Academy of American Poets or Poetry Foundation. When deciding which poem to respond to, consider poems that get under your skin, ones that make you feel perplexed, uncomfortable, maybe even angry. Consider, for example, Terence Hayes' response to the racism he finds in the work of Wallace Stevens. On the other hand, you may want to respond to a poem you find powerful, surpri surprising, or sublime. You may choose to wrestle with a canonized poet. I've had more than one student take on Shakespeare. Or you may choose to converse with a contemporary poet whose work you've read and, ad and admire. The point here is to engage with a particular poet and poem as you make room for yourself and your own work in the poetic tradition. So there you have it. Um, poem assignment number five, the response poem. Um, this is kind of a heavy, heavy assignment. I say heavy because there's more than one element involved. There's more than just the writing of the poem. There's first the engaging with the poetic tradition and um, finding a poem that you want to respond to and thinking about it. And um, as I say, engaging or wrestling or tackling it. Um, why all these like violent words, <laughs> wrestling, tackling, grappling, uh, you know, I don't know why we have to use like metaphors of, of battle or war to talk about literary interpretation. Um, but you know what I mean? Um, read it, think about it. Um, and then write about it, write a response to that poem in particular. Um, I tried to think for this week, I tried to think of some poems that I've written directly in response 
to another poem. And to be honest, I came up empty-handed. So I feel like I, I need to do this assignment, although I'm sure I've done this assignment as an assignment for myself in the past. I've just never come up with anything publishable. Um, so maybe this is something I need to try too. Um, and you could, I mean, there's, there's absolutely no reason you couldn't publish the work, the work. If it's, if it's a good poem, um, even if it's in response to a contemporary poet, if you're using any parts of their work, you would need to get their permission. Um, but you know, dead poets are totally fair game. So, um, I've certainly wrestled with poets before and I've, I've wrestled, there's that word again, wrestling. <laughs> I don't know why I've got wrestling on the brain. Um, but I've certainly, you know, engaged with other poets, um, before, but I can't think of any poems of mine that have been published that, um, are in direct response to another poem in particular. So I'm going to work on that. And you're going to work on that. This week, um, you're going to read first and write a, a reading response um, to one of these poems I have on Blackboard. And I'll tell you a little bit about them. Um, the first one is, well, I've got one that's a kind of, um, it's got a racial element to it. And the other two I would, I would call sort of feminist responses to um, canonized white male poets. Um, so the first one, Terence Hayes is a, is a wonderful contemporary poet who's won tons of awards and you probably have heard of him. If you've been in my class, you've probably read him. You have read him um, if you've been in my classes before. Um, and I love his sonnets in particular. He's got a new book of sonnets um, called Sonnets for My Past and Future Assassin. American Sonnets, that's an important part of the title. American Sonnets for My Past or Future Assassin. And um, it's a wonderful book of contemporary sonnets about contemporary America, life as particularly as a black man in, in contemporary America. Um, and it's a fantastic book. I highly recommend it. Um, this poem, though, comes from an earlier book, and it's in direct response to Wallace Stevens, who is a big contemporary poet, uh, sorry, contemporary modernist poet. Um, he's much, much, comes much earlier um, than Terence Hayes, um, 30s, 40s, um, Stevens was writing. And he is um, an interesting poet because he's a poet that poets love. I mean, he's a, he's a poet's poet. If, if you're a poet, that might mean something to you. If you're not a poet, that's completely meaningless, that phrase, a poet's poet. But he's the kind of poet that poets love. He's also the kind of poet that other poets hate because he was, in fact, a pretty horrible racist. And, um, as you can see, he uses a uh, racial slur in the title of one of his poems. Um, of course, this word wasn't, didn't have the same kind of charge that it has now as it did when it was first published. Um, but nevertheless, um, he was a pretty well-known racist. Actually, this poem was published in 1935. So, 
you know, we uh, American poetry, I think, is doing a lot of, in American literature in general, arts and letters, doing a lot of grappling with, there's another <laughs> word of struggle, um, doing a lot of grappling, reckoning, I guess, with its, the, the, the racism in its, in its past. Um, sexism, of course, too. Um, and that's basically what Her Terence Hayes is doing in this poem. He's, um, well, you'll read it. You'll read it. You'll read the, the first, the original poems by Wallace Stevens. Um, the Snowman is a very famous poem. It's, there's nothing racist about it. Um, and in fact, you, you might not find the, the second one, it might not sound racist either, despite the title. Um, but that's a, that's a whole nother lecture. I won't get into that right now, but Terrence Hayes is, um, responding to, to Wallace Stevenson's, this, this notion that, um, he loves Wallace Stevens and he acknowledges him as one of his poetic forefathers. And yet he abhors what the man stood for. Um, and he's trying to reconcile that idea um, in his own work and in this particular poem, Snow for Wallace Stevens. The second one is by Sharon Olds. Sharon Olds is a well-known contemporary, another well-known contemporary poet, um, older than Terence Hayes. Um, and she is well-known for her poems of the body, the physical body and physicality and sexuality. And some of her poems make people really uncomfortable. Um, and, and sometimes I, I don't know, I love her. I love her work and sometimes I don't, <laughs> it, it sort of depends. It depends on the poem. Um, I do love this poem, the language of the brag, which is in response to, I say it's in response to a woman waits for me because I think that that's probably the best example of Walt Whitman's, um, the, the, his, his t treatment, his view of, and his treatment of women. Um, and I think the language of the brag, it sounds to me like it just, it fits perfectly as a response poem to that poem in particular, A Woman Waits For Me. Although I cannot confirm that Sharon Olds was in fact thinking of that poem. Um, but she, she's reacting to, if not that poem, she's reacting to what she sees is the sexism of Whitman in general. Um, Coy Mistress by Annie Finch, same thing. Andrew Marvel's To His Coy Mistress. You may be familiar with that poem. It's a famous one, um, famous earlier poem. And Coy Mistress is a really clever um, feminist response um, by Annie Finch. So think about those and think about um, which poem, which poet and poem you would like to respond to? Um, do you have a favorite poet? Um, do you have a poet that you really dislike or you a poet that you feel everybody you everybody teaches or you you have to read this poet, but you really just don't like them? Um, I actually find it's easier. it would probably be easier for me to do this assignment. Um, doing, responding to a poet I admire and a poem I admire. Um, just because, I don't know, I don't know if I want to get into the sort of 
sort of um, a spiteful kind of petty, 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 possible pettiness um, that can come up with trying to take on a poet that I, that I don't like. If I don't like the poet and I don't care for the work, then I don't really have time to write about them. Is generally how I think about it. Um, but that's not true for Terence Hayes. As you'll see, Terence Hayes loves the work of Wallace Stevens. And as I say, he's trying to, he's trying to reconcile that. So um, I think that's all I want to say. Um, as always, I'm here. If you ever have questions, shoot me an email. Um, I think I sent you, yes, I sent you earlier this week. Uh, a video from Dr. Aaron Angelo about the reading. As I said in my email to you, I do. That's a that's a um, creative wide uh, campus wide creative writing uh, students for all creative writing students. That uh, virtual reading that Dr. Aaron Angelo will do. But I want to do also a reading for just our class at the end of the semester. So um, as I said sometime, uh, probably after the midterm, I guess, I'll send out uh, an email, a preference survey, um, a date preference survey. All right, that's all I have for you this week. Write well, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.